Chrissy. I love that you're back in Maine. Yo, what up, though? Calling for Chrissy T. Oh, it's Chrissy. What's she going to say next? Chrissy T in the morning. More like Chrissy unfiltered in the morning. Maine's new way to wake up. Chrissy in the morning on Portland's number one hit music station, Q97.9. Yes, Chrissy, you're on the queue. Let's go. Chrissy in the morning. Do you pick your nose while you're driving? Honest answers only. Yeah, absolutely. Q97.9. You know what? I don't think I don't think that we should stop talking about the Super Bowl because I don't think that I talked to enough of you yesterday about how you feel about it. There was so much nostalgia going on. It brought me right back to my high school years. I mean, Usher comes out on rollerblades. Rollerblades. Immediately, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I feel like I'm in my basement with Burger King. I'm 14 years old, and my mom just picked me up from school. What do you think? Hello, good morning. So, it was a great game overall. Perfect. Okay. The halftime show started out, I thought it was going to be a little eh. But when Alicia Keys came out on that piano, Ooh, let me tell you what, that, that piano was, my mouth dropped. It was beautiful. And let's talk about the onesie, the sparkle red onesie. I'm like, what are you? Yeah. What are you, yes. you sexy little thing? She's a firecracker. You sexy little hot tamale thing. That's what I had. That's all I got for you. I'm like, well, what is this? You're so hot. Yes, yes. But it was a great halftime show and a great game. I, I loved it all. Okay, I like your positivity because there's so many people that were like, that was the worst halftime show ever. I'm like, you're out of your mind. Usher was on rollerblades. Could you do that? No. I, I It brought me back to the days I went clubbing. So I was dancing in my chair and getting up and dancing around. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You were getting ratchet. You were getting ratchet as hell, weren't you? I sure was. I was I was sitting next to my boyfriend. I'm like, babe, close your eyes. I got to go grind on the pole. It's Usher. <laughs> I'm not sorry. He took his shirt off. What do you want from me? It's a moment when I show up. God, I'm saying, wow. Yeah, is this Chrissy? Chrissy in the morning. Q97.9. <laughs> it's the best show in me. It's a moment when I show up. God, I'm saying, wow. And I have to say this story early on in the 6 a.m. hour because I know that my hairstylist, uh, She's not awake yet because she would kill me because last night I committed a crime, a hair crime. If I have any girlies out there who get tied in extensions the way that I do, you know that they're very expensive and it takes up a lot of time and it is hard to get into your hairdresser if you mess it up. If you pull a beat out, only girls right now understand what I'm talking about. And last night, ladies, last night, right after the gym, I'm bouncing around. I do boot camp and boot camp is high interval. So for 45 minutes, I'm jumping around and my hair takes a toll from it. So a couple of the beads came out, right? And my ADHD just wouldn't let it go. I had to rip the entire row out. So where I could have just fixed one bead, I went ahead and took the entire row out. But it wasn't as simple as it sounds. No, I had a plier involved. I had a tweezer involved. I had the dog involved somehow. And I had my boyfriend behind me using pliers to get the beads out of my hair to pull my extensions out. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. I'm like, this is this is either a new low for myself or this is a new high. You know, I could do my own hair. I got me a man that'll take my extensions out. Ladies, if you have a man that won't straighten your hair or take your extensions out, please get a whole ass new man. Because I realized last night he's a good one. I knew he was a good one. 
But I realized last night he's getting his uh, his tool bench out, right? And he's like, no, we're going to get these extensions out. You can't go to work like that tomorrow, babe. I'm like, yes. Yes, that's the energy that we carry. And uh, together we got our extensions out. So if you do see my hairstylist, please don't tell her because I texted her and I was like, hey, love, I, uh, I need an emergency. You naughty little biscotti. <laughs> Why don't you just meet me in the middle? Chrissy in the morning on Q97.9. Oh, man, you know what? I don't actually feel good about this. I don't like this, and I would love to know what you think. So, you know what? I'm keeping my phone lines open for this one. And if you don't know the number, now you do. 775-7979. I'll answer. It's just me in here. Don't get scared. But Alicia Keys, we all know... She came out for the halftime show on that piano yesterday. Nope, yesterday was Monday, so Sunday. Now, her voice cracked. Let me tell you something. That's okay. That's okay. How many times does my voice crack? And if you listen to my show, you know that half the time I don't even have a voice. That's just called being a human. Now, the NFL went and posted up the performance on YouTube, right? However, they fixed her voice. They fixed her voice. So it's been corrected on the NFL channel's official version on YouTube. I don't know that I like this. Listen to this. Now, here's the original that aired on Sunday night. And then you're going to hear the fix come in right after. This is what they auto-tuned or however they used uh, whatever they did on YouTube to fix her voice. I don't really, I don't like it. Some people want it all, but I don't. Some Here's my thing is, look, that was live. That was live. America knows that her voice cracked. And now it just looks silly. If I was Alicia Keys and I can't speak because obviously I am not a famous singer, but I'd be upset. Don't fix my flaws. That makes me feel bad. It's kind of like when you get your senior pictures and you buy the package of teeth whitening and blemish curing. I don't know, man. I am a big believer. And if you know me and you're listening right now, you're like, yep, that's exactly how Chrissy is. But I think your flaws make you awesome. I think your flaws are what make you different. And I told that to Amelia, who was on the show last week. And, you know, a lot of you know her by by name now. She was the little girl that, you know, continuously gets bullied in school. And I'm just trying to just trying to help her stand up to these bullies. But I was telling her. How, you know, if you have a crooked tooth like I do on my on my bottom jaw, that's okay. That makes you who you are. So I don't know. If I was Alicia Keys, I'd be a little upset. But I'd love to know what you think. So if you do have an opinion on Autotude and the NFL, call in. Let's it's Mike the Tarot Guy. Honey chow. Mm-hmm. Chrissy, we need to spill the tea. Q97.9. Did you like that? I absolutely loved it. Did you like that? Oh, my God. It's the most amazing thing ever. Oh, he, you're <laughs> beaming with pride right now. It's so funny. Good morning. Special guest in studio if you are just tuning in to Chrissy in the morning. Mike the Tarot Guy, he's coming in on Tuesdays. It's been really fun to hang out with you. And something really interesting just happened. One of my favorite listeners, Jen, and I know she's listening right now. She's just about to hop into work. We were just talking off air. And while she was talking with me, I look up and... 
I'm sorry that I didn't get to you, Mike. You were trying to hail my attention. You're like, please. Over here, over here. Me, me, me. Yeah, and why why is that? What happened? So as you were talking with Jen, um, I'm over here doing my thing, and then all of a sudden cards start flying out of nowhere. Out of your tarot deck? Yep. And I'm like, oh my God. When that happens, it's the universe's way of saying, you need to know this, or this will reaffirm everything. And it's ironic because all the cards that came out reaffirm everything you were just talking about. Okay, so like which which part? So um so uh, Jen was mentioning uh, that she and her husband don't really do Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. It's something that you know she they're not very um, they don't like the flowers and chocolates. And all yeah, the gushy stuff. stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And so the first card that came out is actually one of my goddesses. It's Maeve, and it's all about cycles and rhythms and respecting the rhythms and the cycles in your life that work for you. So Jen, if you are listening right now, keep on keeping on, honey child. That is what you are supposed to be doing. She's on the right path. Yeah, she's on the right Love path. That. She's doing what she needs to. And Astera was the second one that came out, all about kids. And so the fact that they're making Valentines for their kids, you know, and, and getting them interested in yeah. doing it for them. Because she said she doesn't really want to, she doesn't really celebrate with her husband. They've been together since 1998. Yes, I remember the date that she told me. (laughs) She's like, but we might get our kids, you know, a little bit of chocolate here and there. So that's really interesting. Yeah. So it just reaffirms everything that she was saying. I wanted to give her that uh, that validation. Yeah, because last Tuesday she tried to call in. She wanted to get a reading from you, Mike. So I'm, I'm glad, Jen, that if you're listening right now, I know you're just about to head into work, you told me. So hopefully she caught that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Hopefully she caught that. But, um, you know, Valentine's Day tomorrow, it, it gets you thinking, right? It gets you thinking about what do you do for Valentine's Day? What you, what's going to happen to you on Valentine's Day? Where are you at in your relationship kind of a thing? And where are you at? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I put you out. I yeah, put you out. I am going to be that guy who is getting Valentines and chocolates and candies for everybody else. You're a giver, not a getter. I, you have to have somebody to be a getter. <laughs> and, well, hashtag forever alone. So, oh, no, you won't yeah, be forever someday, alone. Someday I will find that person. Um, of course you will, honey. It just hasn't happened yet. That's okay. And for all those other single people out there, you know, share the love. You know, just because you're single doesn't mean that there isn't love in your life. Can I tell you something? Yes. And this just came to my mind. On social media, you see a lot of people around Valentine's Day doing the whole anti-Valentine's Day thing. Doing the whole, woe is me, I'm single. Let me tell you how great being single is. Now, and... I don't, I don't usually talk about a lot of my personal, personal stuff when it comes to relationships, but I think a lot of my listeners do know at this point, I got out of a very long relationship, probably six months ago. And I was really only single for a couple months and I really liked who I was becoming. I was working and you know a little bit about this, Mike, like I was working on myself and I loved being single. I loved it. I was doing whatever I wanted. And I'm not talking about with boys. I'm talking about, you know, if I wanted to go to dinner and just get takeout on my own, I never had to worry about somebody else. Yep. What do they want? When are they getting home from work? You know what I mean? And it was actually really, really nice. And if you're if you're in tune with yourself and you work on yourself, you're not a needy person, being single is honestly really great. So tomorrow, if you are single, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I Hell I, yeah. I kind of talk a big game. I, I, I sound like I'm like, oh, woe is me. I'm single. But you actually really like it. I really enjoy being single. Um, do I want to stay that way forever? No. No. But um, you know what? I think you should embrace it. Oh, And absolutely. for anyone listening right now who is single, I really think that you should embrace this kind of thing because you're not going to be single forever. Let's be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. And no matter what stage 
in your life you are, whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, you either stay single because you want to. I feel like I could stay single my whole life if I really wanted to. How I am in a relationship now, but I just, I feel like I just want people not to be upset tomorrow and to remember how grateful you should be and embrace being single before you're not anymore. And, and you know, the longest relationship any of us are going to have in our lives is the ones that we have with ourselves. Oh, it's so true. And so I, I don't mean to be corny and saying no, that, it's but, not corny, it, but it's, real. it's true. I mean, it's, you, you walk this earth, uh, earth. Wow. Here I am Englishing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you walk this earth and then someday, you know, inevitably, you, you leave this earth and you leave it on your own. And so yeah. you, you've got yourself. So if you can build build that love within yourself. And remember, the energy you put out is the energy you get back. So if you're putting out love to people in your life and you're ready to accept it, then it's yeah. going to come your way. You know what? It, it, it's also a lot. It's, it reminds me of manifesting, right? And I'm not one of those girls that's like, oh, the stars are aligning and I'm a cancer and, and this and this and this. But what I will say is manifesting more so in a way of believing that you deserve good things or believing, like truly believing that your life is really great right now at no matter what stage you're at, whether you're single or in a relationship. And I found that it comes true. Yep. And for those two months that I was single, I was happy. And then all of a sudden, and I really didn't want to get into a relationship. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that. But this wonderful man came into my life. Shout out Jonah. <laughs> I can't believe I just said his name. I always, I, I haven't said his name before on the radio and I just did, but he deserves it. And he is just absolutely wonderful. And the thing is, I'm starting to work on myself with him. Good. Good. Yeah. Because, you know, in a relationship, you're, you're a couple. Obviously you're and you don't want your identity taken away because my last relationship, my identity felt like it was taken away because he was very controlling. Oh. That's what narcissism does, right? Oh, yep. yep. And for lack of getting into that. But I just want everyone who's listening right now, no matter what stage you're in, you know, you're single and you're happy. I'm in a relationship and I'm happy. Valentine's Day is going to be great for you. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be so good. It's going to be fantastic because I'm going to take care of my needs. And I'm going to help take care of the needs of the people I care about. Love comes in all different shapes, forms, and sizes. Ooh, that's a great sentence. You know, and, and who are we to say, oh, a relationship and love looks like this? It looks like a There's whole no bunch of stuff. There's no Excel sheet. So yeah. define what love is for you. Define what you want for love. You know what love is to me? It. What is love for you? <laughs> Love to, love to me is on my couch on a Monday night with my dog and a hot cup of coffee. <laughs> Decaf, of course. Love for me is China Village Crab Rangoons and Oof, yes. game night at my mom's house. Oh, is that what you're going to do tomorrow? Uh, Actually, save it. We'll talk more later. It's Mike the Tarot Guy. Honey Chow. Mm-hmm. Chrissy, we need to spill the tea. Q97.9. It's our first day with your brand new sweeper. How do you like it? Oh my God, I love my sweeper. I knew you would. It's so pretty. I knew you would. All right. So this is, if you're just tuning into Chrissy in the morning right now, this is Mike the Tarot Guy. He is my co-host from 7 to 8 o'clock on Tuesdays. You know, he he reads tarot cards, but he's also just going to talk with us. I love it. It's a fun little time. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. And I also like that I get to get things out of you. We'll be talking off air, and I'm like, oh, save it, save it. We're going to talk on air so it's organic. <laughs> now, big holiday tomorrow. I'm just kidding. 
Oh, that, that's not really that big. But I love Valentine's Day. Do you? No I matter do. what? No matter what. I, I love it. It's fantastic. I just love love. Aww. I'm a big old softie. I think that's great. And I think Galentine's Day is a really big thing, too. <laughs> you know, you got you to gotta love your friends. But it made me think, and I asked you this off air, I'm like, what is the craziest thing anyone's ever done for you for Valentine's Day? And you were like, I'll do you one better. Guess what I did? For somebody's attention on Valentine's Day. So unedited, well, don't swear, but unedited, I want you to tell me the story because I guess I can relate to it, but go ahead. All right. Um, so I was in college. I was about 22, 23 years Ooh, old. Oh, the golden years where oh. you make all the dumb decisions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all the dumb decisions. Oh, yeah. I was getting out of class. It was around four o'clock. And there was this guy named Brandon who lived. Did you in, just name drop? Good for you. Oh, my child, he's married. He's, no, he's he good. We're good. He lives in Massachusetts. He doesn't. Okay, care. go ahead. Uh, anyways, so uh, four o'clock. I'm like, all right, I'm going to drive two hours south and I'm going to go on a date with this person. Uh-huh. Well, I get down there and I find out that he's not out of work till eight o'clock. Oh. And I'm like, all right, well, it's six. So I'm just going to sit here at the Chinese restaurant and wait. You waited in the Chinese restaurant? I waited in the Chinese restaurant, not even at a table, in the chairs. What? Yeah, for, for two, two hours. <laughs> this guy must be so hot. Uh, he, he has to be really hot or he has something. I I was attracted to him. You know, I wouldn't. You had to have been. I would never wait in yeah. a Chinese chair. So we get there and uh, he finally gets there. We're having dinner and whatnot. And he's like, all right, I have a surprise for us. I'm like, ooh, ooh. what's that? We're going to go to a bar. And they That's play karaoke. And I'm like, all right, this sounds like fun. So we go to a bar. We're doing karaoke. And by that, I mean he's doing karaoke. Okay. As much as I love it, I'm just like, no. Yeah, uh, first day karaoke, that's, that's very aggressive. And then he gets a scorpion bowl and then a whole bunch of other alcohol. So he's completely like tanked. Yeah, 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 he's gone, uh, he's gone. It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, all right, well, you know what? He's like, no, you gotta go home. <gasps> what? It's two o'clock in the morning. What do you mean I have to go home? Oh, you can't come over. Why? Well, he didn't give me a reason. He's like, yeah, you just can't come over. Oh, so I no. wasted all this time to not even go home. To not even, I couldn't. My child, I couldn't even get a nap. It was all right. See you later. No way. And he knew I was coming from Southern Maine. He knew it. What? So he just was like, you know what? No, sorry. Like this is the end of the night. You know, he had another man. He had another yeah, man. Yeah, probably. He had yeah. another man. That's what it was. Probably. Um, that would explain why he, you know, didn't talk to me for about two months afterwards. Oh, and then he uh, ghosted you yeah, after? Yeah, he ghosted me. So uh, I drive back. I get home at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I have 45 minutes till I have to get up for class. Oh, you poor thing. I slept through class. Sorry, Professor Lockridge. Uh, I did not make <laughs> it that. That's why. <laughs> oh my god I was devastated I'm like you are beautiful and I liked your personality and then this you're lie. like I loved you so much and then you ghosted me uh, but enough about <sighs> me Chrissy I'm sure you have a whole bunch of fun stories oh god. to talk about I wasn't ready for that spill the tea I wasn't ready for that yeah <laughs> you know guys are a little crazy guys are a little crazy I'm not gonna lie to you I won't lie to you <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I'm like, well, which one should I tell you? I'll tell you about a college. I'll also tell you a Massachusetts story. How about that? So I don't incriminate anybody in Maine. Okay? Sounds good. There's a lot of boys right now that are listening. They're like, oh, What's thank God. <laughs> oh, thank God. I'll tell you his name. My ex-boyfriend, Dan, <gasps> who's married now and he's still after me. 
Is this the most recent ex? No, no, oh, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. All right. So no, this is not the most recent ex-boyfriend. No, this is an ex-boyfriend from probably seven years ago. Now, here's what happened. I decided we were dating for about six months. I was about your age. I was when in your situation. I was probably 24. Yeah. And I didn't. I, I was partying. I was a party girl back then. You know, I was just getting into radio. I was just starting my career. You know. A lot of nightclubs were hiring me. I was having the time of my life. And at the same time, I had met this guy. And it was great for six months. But then I realized, I'm like, I need to get this party out of me so that I can carry on my life in the future and never wonder what it's like to not be able to party. You know what I mean? I really do believe that everybody should get that out at a young age. So I jumped him. And then I had to ghost him because he continuously texted me, Snapchatted me just numerous times. And I finally was like, look, I have to block you at this point. I'm trying to move on with my life. So you know what he did? What? Moment of silence here. Broke into my house. What? Through the air conditioner. What? Yes. You ready for this? He knew that there was a wonky window in my little Revere apartment when I was living out in Boston. He's the one that put the AC in. So he felt... It was okay to take the AC out to come into my house. Yeah, talk about illegal, but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Yeah, let alone that. I'm going to tell you something right now. All right, let's hear it. Spill the tea. At first, I was like, I was like, what the hell? Two minutes later, I'm like, it's kind of hot. No. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two minutes later, I was like, I was like, you know what? You love me so bad, you're broken. <laughs> I should have saved the Estandalo. Oh, my God. Why? Yeah, why yeah. would you do that? Well, I don't know. And then I allowed him to let me make dinner. He stayed for dinner. He broke into my window and he stayed for dinner. I'm sorry. I'm Chrissy. sorry. I know. No. I know. Bad Chrissy. Oh, my God. I'm bad so- Chrissy. Bad Chrissy, indeed. Where's one of those voice do you want thing. a siren? You want a siren? siren? I deserve a siren. siren Somebody call the cops. Somebody should have called the cops, but I didn't. I like, I don't know what it was, dude. I don't know if it was the idea that it was like, okay, you want me so bad you broke into my house. Like a lot of people would be like, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and that's how I knew I had a little bit of childhood trauma. I was like, oh, there it is. Because I allowed the man into my house to make me dinner. And you know what comes after that. And then I kicked him out the next day. And I'm just like, what the hell? And it was just a funny story. And anyway, time moves on. We end up leaving each other alone. He's married now. But he continuously looks at my Instagram stories. He doesn't follow me. But he looks at my stories all the time. He's always checking in on me. That's like my ex from Texas. Oh, my God. He he just pops up. All my exes, all my exes live in Texas. But here's here's my one question. We'll get back to your Texas partner in a minute because we do have to hit commercials. But I would like to know, does anybody have any crazy stories like that that either made you want to seriously ghost this person or maybe you're like me and you're a little toxic, I'm not going to lie, <laughs> and you invite them in for dinner and it worked out. So 775-7979. Mike and I cannot be the only ones right now. We're nearing Valentine's Day what have you done for someone's attention or what has someone done to you for attention that might top this story? Look, if you push an air conditioner in, you have my... Chrissy in the morning on Q97.9. The second annual Main Tattoo Arts Festival is going down this weekend at Thompson's Point. Now, you can get tattooed by hundreds of the world's best tattoo artists. If you've ever been to a convention, these things are so damn cool. And I go to them every year. You get to see artists from Ink Master. You know, I've, I've seen artists that are famous that I know of. Sometimes they'll just tattoo you right there on the spot. So they're they're pretty fun. I've got 
not only a pair of tickets to you for you, but I have a pair of tickets that is good for three days. You could go to all three days of this festival if you win right now. And the way you get yourself in the running, because nothing worth it comes easy, you got to tell me what your worst tattoo is. Now, because Valentine's Day is tomorrow, do I have anybody that has a tattoo with an X? Before we had a girl that had a tattoo with an ex, but it was her ex-best friend. I don't know what's worse, that or a boyfriend. Hello, who's this? My name is Danielle. Danielle, give me your worst tattoo right now. Uh, so I um, got divorced, and the night my divorce was finalized, I got highly uh, in my feelings. Mm-hmm, I get it. <laughs> had alcohol, and I went and got a pair of lips tattooed somewhere because oh, no. the whole world could kiss my... And uh, Go ahead, you can say it. Halfway through the tattoo, I decided that was trashy and that I needed to have lickable tattooed above it. And that you need to have a what? I had lickable tattooed above the lips. Like the word lickable tattooed, tattooed above the lips? Yeah, because that made it that much better. Oh, my God. No, it didn't. It made it worse. <laughs> it made it worse. <laughs> well, it made it solid. What are you doing? <laughs> You're breaking up and I can't hear you. Probably for the better. Q97.9, hello. Hello. Hi, what's your name, girl? Kelsey. All right, give me your worst tattoo. What is it? Um, So I have a tattoo on my body um, of a word that's spelled wrong. Oh, no. Is it regards? Like regrets? No. no. Um, So my grandmother is like a big, giant hippie, raised me to like love everybody, love the world, listen to the Beatles all the time. So for my grandmother... I wanted to get the tattoo that says, all you need is love. Well, it says, all you need is L-O-O-E, because the tattoo artist decided to connect the V and make it an O, and looked at me and said, oops, sorry. I was like, okay, cool. All you need is lube. <laughs> all you need is lube. So, all you need that. is lube. Dude, that's not okay. That's not okay. I mean, you had one job. He can't look at you and say, oop, I'm sorry. I know. That's a permanent mistake. And- and also, I just heard somebody call in that said they had an affinity matching tattoo with a friend they're no longer friends with, and yep. so do I. So I wonder if that was my friend I'm no longer friends with. Oh, my God. Full circle. What's her name? What's her name? Um, Heidi. Heidi, if you were listening right now, if that was you with the infinity tattoo, where are you from, girlfriend? Sacco. Sacco. Oh, my God. If that was you, please call in. I'm literally dying right now. What if it, what if, what if? You guys became friends again through this, and then I sent you both I mean, to the tattoo festival. I mean, I would be up for it. I have no ill will at all. Oh, I like know? that. Okay. We just kind of parted ways and, you know, grew apart. Okay, but that's okay. I just thought that was funny. Oh, how interesting. Oh, oh, my God. I would love that. If that happened on this show, I rekindled your friendship and then sent you guys to a tattoo festival. Oh, my God. I was literally wheezing, like actually wheezing. And you guys are just going to go get another Infinity tattoo together. Watch. You watch. <laughs> You watch. Nobody learned a lesson here. Nobody learned their lesson here. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Chrissy in the morning. Hi, Chrissy in the morning. This is Donovan. If you learn from your states, that's good. And if you don't, I don't know what to tell you, honestly. Q97.9. This is where having a bad tattoo that you regret pays off. This is where it pays off. Only on a radio show is it a good thing where you have a bad tattoo. So right now. I've got a pair of passes that is good for all three days of the second annual Maine Tattoo Arts Festival that's going down this weekend at Thompson's Point. 
I just need to hear your bad tattoo stories. And the best worst tattoo is going to get these tickets by the end of the 8 o'clock hour. So, hello. Hey, good morning, Chrissy. How are you? Good morning, honey. This is Chad. All right, what's up, dude? What are you doing? Well, I'm calling about the tattoos. Perfect, Chad. Do you have a bad tattoo that you regret? Walk me through this. I do. A bad tattoo? All right, give me the story. Let's go. I have my baby's mom's sister on my back. Whoa. Name. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Walk me through this. Please don't tell me this is a story of incest. So you have your baby mama's sister? Name on my back, yeah. Her name is on... Why is her name on your back, Chad? Well, me and my ex broke up, and I got with her sister afterwards. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! And actually, we have matching tattoo rings also. No, you don't. (laughs) I do, yes. Why would you do that, Chad? Well, it's a long story, Chrissy. I don't even know what to say. So you have a kid with your girlfriend's... Two kids. kids. You, oh my, okay, okay, the plot thickens. So you have two kids. The second kid was after I was with her sister. Oh, right, right. How how dare I get confused right now. So are you still with her? No, no. Are you with her sister's sister now? Or did you go for the mom? Yeah, no, I'm single and I have the kids. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to work for you. Oh my god, I'm so, my hyperhidrosis is very hyper hyper right now. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, don't be sorry. This was the adrenaline that I needed. Oh, so did, okay, okay. Did you break this family up? Is this family broken up? No, uh, no. Actually, her and her sister actually live together at the moment. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's only crazy. in Maine. Only in Maine. Only in Maine. Only in Maine. Yep. Only in Maine. Only in Maine. Chad, I gotta go. <laughs> All right, have a good day. I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively. Chrissy in the morning on Q97.9. Oh, these are getting worse and worse. You have some seriously insane stories, Maine. We're talking about bad tattoos. To get yourself in the running for a pair of passes for three days into the second annual Maine Tattoos Art Festival. Oh, I'm almost afraid to answer my phone because the stories just keep getting worse. They keep getting worse. I'm going to pick the the best worst tattoo story, though, by the end of this hour. So, hello, you're live on Chrissy in the morning. Okay, so this is Tracy and Hannah again. Oh, hi, Tracy and Hannah. Um, Yeah. Hi. (laughs) There's my girl. Yeah. So, I have a couple. Um, So, my very first tattoo was on my lower back. Oh, no. I know. Tramp 18 years old. A girl that works with my mother, her husband did tattoos. So my mom was like, oh, I got this tattoo. Okay. It was by him. I was like, oh, okay. So I went like a couple weeks after. He had the heaviest hand I've ever experienced. And I have 13 tattoos. This is literally the one that hurt the absolute most. Because he had the heaviest hand. And it absolutely so is it super deep in your skin? Because my very first tattoo was in a basement, right? And the girl also had a very heavy hand. And to this day, and keep in mind, I was 18 when I got it done. I'm 31 now. You can feel the tattoo like it's Braille. Did that happen to you? Yeah. So I was 18. I'm 36. And I can feel like it yeah. hurts yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Like if I touch it because yeah. he was so low. And, it, and he did a terrible job. So what's the tattoo of again? 
It's a butterfly in the middle, and then it's, like, tribal signs on the outside. Well, the distance between, like, the butterfly to the tribals on both sides are not even. The oh. butterfly is, like, crooked, and, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's really bad. Do you know what I always think about when people get bad uh, tramp stamps? I think that the tattoo artist was just distracted by your butt. I mean, that's possible. Like, I was literally bent over his kitchen table. Wow, hello for the tattoo. To get the tattoo. Yeah, and so then, like, his wife had, like, left to go to the store, and, like, she came back, and, like, I was, she was, like, walking up the stairs or whatever, and I was, like, screaming, because he was so, like I said, he had such a heavy hand. And I was, like, screaming. She probably thought something. I was, like, it's nothing like that. Out of context, if somebody if, if somebody was just tuning into the show and they heard that, they'd be like, "What is going on, Chrissy?" But no, we're talking about a tattoo. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, girlfriend! So you went to his house? Yeah, but like my mom did too. So it was like, oh, okay, I mean, so it's better now. It's better now. Both your mom, if your mom went with you and you both got crappy tattoos, it's still okay. Well, I mean, she got hers a couple weeks before, and like hers wasn't the best, but it wasn't absolutely terrible. So you looked at your mom's and you were like, that's not great, but I'm still going to go to the same guy? Yeah, I was like, well, I mean... <laughs> oh, baby! <gasps> you naughty little biscotti. <laughs> Why don't you just meet me in the middle? Chrissy in the morning on Q97.9. All right, we're talking bad tattoo stories. <laughs> Hello, talk to me. Who's this? Uh, Sydney. Sydney, what's up, girl? Tell me your tattoo story. Oh, so I have three. I have a lot of tattoos, oh. but I have three really bad ones. All right. Well, why don't we narrow it down then? What is the one that you regret the most? Okay. So as far as like design wise, that's my back. <laughs> On the corner of the right side, it was my first one. It was supposed to be a Hawaiian flower. And I actually texted you a picture so you could see it. It looks like a toddler scribbled on my back. And it's been there for like 12 years. And I never got it covered up. No way. Hold on. I'm looking right now. It's on our text line, right? Did you do it on our Q97.9 app? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. And then my other one. So um, I have my ex-husband's, not his initials, his full name on my whole forearm in bright purple. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to say forehead. I'm like, no, no, no. No. (laughs) No. On my forearm in bright purple. That one's mostly covered. Um, but then on my other arm, the whole forearm is a Chevy symbol, and he has the same one. So, I mean, we're good friends, So it's but it's awkward, like, because I'm also friends with his new wife. <laughs> so we're, like, in, you know, family gatherings, and we just have matching tattoos. Oh, my God. What is happening? Why are you friends with it? Why are you friends? Why is it Well, because friends? we have kids together, oh, so it's kids. a co-parent okay. thing. Yeah. Okay, that changes it. That changes it. I get it now. I get it now. That's one of those things where you're like, I want to hate your wife, but she's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like, more people to help with the kids, fine. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. I wouldn't do it. I'm way too stubborn. But you know what, girlfriend? You deserve these tickets to get yourself in the Villain Arts Festival. I'm hooking you up. You just won a three-day pass. All I do is win, win. That is awesome. I'm so excited for that. Well, maybe they'll give you a cover-up. Maybe I'll introduce you to some of my guy friends out there. Maybe they'll be like, you know what? I don't want you feeling bad at these gatherings anymore, these family weird gatherings. Let's cover it up. <laughs> And you just show up to Christmas parties. <laughs> just slap a Christmas tree on there. That'll be better. Oh, my. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I I definitely need to get the Chevy one covered up. That one's not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, not great. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry, babe. Hopefully, I just helped you figure that out. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chrissy. Chrissy in the morning.
on Q97.9. I've never seen ever. Alicia Keys, the baddest of the bad in the music industry. Now, when she came out for the Super Bowl halftime show on Sunday, I mean, I was just fully distracted by her red glitter bodysuit and that gorgeous piano that I actually, I'm not, I'm not kidding when I say this, I didn't hear her screech in the beginning of her performance and everybody on social media is just tearing her apart for it. In my head, I'm just like, come on, man, could any of you do half of what she's done with her career? But... I then woke up this morning to find out that the NFL has auto-tuned Alicia Keys' performance on their YouTube channel. Which I don't know how you feel about this, but it kind of pisses me off as a woman in the industry. When I mess up, guys, we talk about it. I think it's funny. I mean, flaws in people are real. It shows that you are a real person. Radio is not perfect. How many times am I like, oh, God, what was I just about to say? My ADD is kicking in, but I don't know. I just... I have an off-putting feeling about them auto-tuning her. Now, listen to this. This is the difference. The first one you're going to hear is her actual performance, the screech in the beginning of her song. Then the second clip you're going to hear is the NFL and the way that they auto-tuned YouTube. Some people want it all, but I don't. Some people want it all, You hear that difference? But I I looked on her Instagram to see if she spoke out about any of it, but she didn't. I'm sure she's under some kind of legal rights, but to me, my message here is I think flaws make you so much better. They do. I think the flaws in you, the way that you're not perfect, makes you different, makes you unique, and and people fall in love with your flaws, so... (laughs) Alicia, I'm here for you, girl. You naughty little biscotti. <laughs> Why don't you just meet me in the middle? Chrissy in the morning on Q97.9. A wild show. A wild show today. Thank you, Maine, for sharing your crazy tattoo stories. Now, the main Villain Tattoo Art Festival is happening this weekend, and I've got passes for you. We've been giving them away all week, and I'll have another pass for you tomorrow. We'll do that at 7 a.m. It's a three-day pass, actually. You can go all weekend at Thompson's Point. And the way you got yourself in the running was telling me your terrible tattoos. Now, today, I, I, I haven't been able to get my mind off of this one. Do you remember this earlier in the show? I have my baby's mom's sister on my back. Whoa. Name. Well, okay. Yeah. Hold on. Walk me through this. Please don't tell me this is a story of incest. So you have your baby mama's sister? Name on my back, yeah. Her name is on. Why is her name on your back, Chad? No, God, well, please. Me no. and my ex no. broke up, and no. I got with her sister afterwards. Can't see me, but my head is down. <laughs> only in Maine, only in Maine. So my last pair of tickets will be tomorrow. Actually, if we're lucky, maybe I'll be able to to skirt some by on Thursday. I'll let you know tomorrow if I can do that. But I will talk to you then. Good luck. We'll do this again tomorrow. If any of you have uh, some bad tattoos that are listening right now, this might be the only time where it'll pay off. I got you. So remember, if it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. And I'll talk.